people it's episode 38 quitters never give up our show is jam-packed we are overstuffed today with me as always is lindsay from her car hope out lindsay uh jennifer sunshine what it do jen what it do baby boo and somewhere out there is edwin snapperoonie miller what's up snapperoonie yo before we start we got to give a shout out to the dodgers the giants and if you listen to our last episode episode uh, 37 we had uh, <laughs> we had the sports guy in the house, and uh, he probably isn't very happy about that. No, Jen, is is your house okay? Did anything get broken? <clears throat> no, it's fine. I don't I, because then he blamed it on a bad call, so now it's the umpire's <laughs> fault. So, so the umpire's in trouble. Okay. Yeah, I have no room to talk because I've broken many a thing over Lakers losses over the years. <laughs> so speaking of episode thirty-seven, that was uh, our drinking episode. When we started October, I had asked for a whole bunch of drops from everybody and had to try and find some. But that episode just gave me, I don't know, about 40 minutes of drops. <laughs> for real? Yeah. That whole episode was a drop. <laughs> I agree. Uh, here we go. Boom! What is wrong with us? Blow me. Thanks to Bean for making that creepy. So, oh. so the sun pillar move, disgusting. I didn't kick everyone outside of the Zoom meeting, guys. Fucking amazing. Yay! I think I'm more lost than when we, when we started. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a whole bunch of Brandon ones. Bullshit! Can oh, I come Brandon. in and interrupt? Crocodile day. Don't <laughs> let her do it! Don't Dang. let her do it! Shit. Now I just drew a mind fuck. I don't know. You should come over to my space and Twitter on my Facebook. <laughs> okay, let her do it. Too much drinking. We're doing well. And then, but Wait, my favorite... was that beer mug or Brandon? That literally <laughs> sounds like beer mug. <laughs> <laughs> we need beer mug to go to O'Grady's and meet, or Brandon go to O'Grady's and meet beer mug. Right. I want to see them in the same room. Are you married to beer mug, Jan? What's going on here? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I would want to keep that on the download too. <laughs> December 3rd is uh, episode 69, and they're having a meetup at o O'Grady's. So I oh, guess uh, if you guys come down. I think to I'm going to go to that. Yeah, I think so too. I think we should all. Come on, LP. Fly out here, Jen. It's only a six right. hour drive. Oh, right. I'll give you gas money, okay? It's the holidays. But <laughs> yeah. I guess my favorite drop is this one. Are you talking about anal? So. <laughs> <laughs> For those yeah. of you out there, I told everybody that show was a blast to do. I don't know what it's going to be like to listen to, though. Right. And listen at your own peril, people. Because <laughs> this part, I wasn't even on. You know, I have a response for you right now, and it's this. <clears throat> Boom! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> what am I even talking about? Uh, you're so good. You guys are so funny. <sighs> oh, that was hysterical. I what am I even talking you. about? This is when you kicked me out at the end. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wait, wait. You got you to hear the, the end of this clip. Hold on. I want to say the Giants won, but I'm not for sure, for sure. I don't Let's know how much fun this is going to be to listen Let's to, but it was fun again. to make. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll do it again. I'll edit it. The fuck? <laughs> what the hell? Whose microphone? What's that? 
the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> we'll probably have to have some type of video component, but I did just find this uh, post-it where I wrote down uh, Jen's birthday and her anniversary. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and permanent marker. And I'm pretty sure that I was like, it's in permanent marker, guys. Here. Yeah. I'm going to write it in the calendar permanently on a post-it note. <laughs> Jen, has uh, Brandon ever listened to an episode of this? No. Okay. He's well, never that's listened the one to, to start with. <laughs> he's never listened to Kevin and B. He's never listened to any of them. He, uh, he's heard clips from the Ralph Report when I've called in for stuff like that. But that's it. Talk about opposites attract, huh? Yeah. So. Well, my wife's the same way. When the show was on, I would go, I got a clip on. Really? Did they pay you? No. Did they mention your name? No. Not impressed. <laughs> right. Boom. My favorite part of that Brandon said that I could not get because it wasn't clean because we don't have individual tracks was when he told Edwin, are you Kevin or Bean? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Edwin, we have this question to ask. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me where in the world is Edwin. I'm in beautiful downtown San Jose. I'm at California Extreme. It's a video game convention. We just play video games all day and night, and I pretend I'm a teenager in the 80s again. What, what games are there? All the old stuff. You know, Asteroids, Defender, Pac-Man, Qbert. You know, if you could think of an old game. If, if you've ever seen Wreck-It Ralph, everything in Wreck-It Ralph is here. Awesome. Nice. Should we go over to a flashback that needs no introduction? All right. This one definitely needs no introduction. So Michael Jackson is out of money. Yeah, he, yeah. he broke. He's trying to sell Neverland. And he's moving to England, apparently. And is, England. And is talking about doing a reality show about his life <laughs> in England. It's very expensive in England. It's an odd choice. Michael Jackson is on the phone right now. What am I hearing there, Mike? Cheerio. Hip, hip, hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Kevin Michael. and Bean. How are you? We're good. How are you, Mike? Um. I'm rod as rain, thank you. <laughs> okay, look, you don't have to turn into Madonna, who all of a sudden needs to speak with a British accent, even though she's from Michigan. You're from Indiana. You don't have to talk like that. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm jolly old Pip-Pip, a what? <laughs> with a crumpet. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to uh, Dubai? I thought that that's where that was your place. You were happy living there. I said, Dubai, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that dude kicked him out, Bean. Remember, he didn't want to host him anymore. Oh, is that yeah. what happened? Yeah. Is that a uh, boat we hear in the background there, Mike? Yeah, that's a boat on yeah. the Thames, the mm. river that flows through England. Okay. okay. And it's foggy today. Mm hmm Foggy old London town. Sure. It is. <laughs> now, you're going to do a reality show about about what? About your life there? Oi, governor. <laughs> Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> okay, Michael, you don't have to talk like that. Just be regular. I have no idea what you're... I haven't been regular since... <laughs> How often is All that right. clock going to go off in the background as well? Boy, that's Big Ben, mate. It doesn't go off it every second. It doesn't sound like Big Ben either. It doesn't sound like Big Ben Why don't you do the goddamn sound effects then? Sorry to be picky. All right, so All right. the cameras will follow you around there and... Cheerio. And catch you doing what? They will document uh -huh. my new British lifestyle. Okay, and, and what's that like? I'll be living in the countryside. Right. In in the quaint town of Appledore near Barnstaple, it says. Appledore, yes. Near Barnstaple. <laughs> you didn't know that, did you? No. Yeah. That sounds lovely. <laughs> and I will be living on a farm raising my animals. And oh. the cameras will follow me around. Oh, no. As I live, live as I live. Yes, what? <laughs> Big Ben's going on Big again. Ben is really ringing a lot. <laughs> Privacy, Cheerio. baby. Yeah. Radio. I see what you're saying. Fish and chips. 
<laughs> doesn't even make sense. Bob, your uncle. <laughs> how, how many tugboats are going past you on the Thames? It seems like a very busy day out there. It's a parade. It's the famous it British be. tugboat parade. Really? I didn't know they had that. <laughs> Where they show off their brightly decorated tugboats. <laughs> <laughs> and they all have to blow that horn. Oh, I wish someone would. <laughs> now, Michael, here's the question, though. You yes. have been a very private person in recent years. You very rarely surface in public. Why would you want to have cameras following you around all the time? seems like the opposite of something you'd be comfortable with. Well, it turns out when they do that, they give you money. Yeah, you need money. Don't oh, you? you need the money. That's what it is. Okay. I could use a few farthings, Governor. Pirio. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, do you honestly think that you maybe were the most high-profile celebrity ever, especially in the 80s and 90s? There's no possible way people are going to buy that English accent. But they will, because I'll be one of them, Governor. And I'll be <laughs> saying, oh... Two pounds for that. That's a lot of money. <laughs> they've, that's uh, a pound, and that's your money. Right, but they've had the euro now, I think, for some time. I don't think they even have pounds anymore in England. Two euros for that. That's expensive, I'll say. <laughs> I will. Cheerio. Hey, can I have some of them crumpets? Tea? Yes, why, yes. Thank you. Thank you for the tea. Oh, fish and chips. Okay. I'm a chimney sweep. Oh, right. <laughs> All right. I'm a chimney sweep. Oh, I'd like to sweep out somebody's chimney. Oh. I'm sure you would. And uh, no one's called anyone governor in about 70 years there either, Michael. Hi, Mr. Scrooge. Happy Merry Christmas <laughs> to you and Father Christmas to us all. I don't even know what that Tiny means. Tim. Tim will walk. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that Omar? I just heard Omar in the background. I just spilled me cup of tea all over the board. <laughs> okay, that's no. not good. No, I, I think I have to sign off now. I right. get some paper towel. Chip, chip. <laughs> so good. We started a new feature called Instant Request, and uh, people have responded to it strongly. They email us, and they say, I'd like to hear so-and-so talk to so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Different guests that we have on the show from time to time, and we like to put them together and see what that would be like. And uh, we got an email. I, I apologize to the emailer because we were unable to put our hands on it uh, recently, so we can't give you credit. But somebody uh, that listens to our show wanted to hear Cruz Bustamante <laughs> talk to Mayor Villaraigosa. Oh, no. Now, refresh my memory on Mr. Bustamante. He was a guy who was running for governor. He was lieutenant governor, and he was running for yes. governor yes. At, at one point when Gray Davis was uh, was in his, all his trouble, right? Yes, and he okay. said, I lost weight, so elect me. Right. Vote said, for me because I used to be fat, and now I'm all that. Right. I, that was <laughs> I promised I would lose 10 pounds, and I did. So now you can trust me to keep my promise. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, it's been a while since we talked to Mr. Bustamante, but let's bring him onto the live first and see how Cruz is doing. Mr. Don't, we have, don't we have have some type of, of intro that we could play first, don't you think? Well, I believe we do. All right. Listen up, everyone. You instant. Make a request. Instant request. Instant request. Hey, Mr. Bustamante. Hey, how you doing? Very good. How are you? First of all, I have you know I lost 43 pounds. 43 pounds. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I said 10. It wasn't 10 right. pounds, okay. okay? I apologize. So we should have voted for you to be governor of California because you are able to lose 43 pounds? That's right, because I can lead by example, eh? <laughs> okay. I see. Okay. That's how right. I do it. Say hello right. to my loss of weight. <laughs> All right, so we have Mr. Bustamante on the line. Now, the uh, the emailer also wanted to hear, I guess, in the same conversation, Mayor Antonio Villaraigosa from the great uh, city of Los Angeles. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> We're good. <laughs> are, 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 you, uh, are you familiar with Are you friendly with Mr. Bustamante, or do you guys not know oh, each other well? Yeah, I know him. Yeah, I know him, too. How you doing, man? Hey, how you doing? I've been good. Hey, that's good to hear. Hey, yeah. Hey. Well, what's, why all the weapons, guys? Because, because we have them and we can shoot them, all okay. right? <laughs> and people respect you. People need to respect you. They need to fear you. First, you get the money. Yeah? Then you get the weapons. Then you get the women. Yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah. The women. Oh, you run to the highness like crazy. Oh, now that I'm thin, the women can't keep their hands off me. <laughs> me and Cruz, we go down to Chillers in, in El Monte. Yeah. And we walk into the bar. And they're like, oh, look at those boys over there. That's right. Oh, they, yeah, can't, we throw, they can't keep their eyes off us. We throw a yayo around the bathroom. That's Everybody right. coming to snort the lines. Oh, shut, shut. You want get a big bump. Get, get messed with me. No. <laughs> they're on your knees, bitches. Wow. You think I'm a monkey, huh? 
I'm out of God. Do you want to mess with us? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> well, they're not your typical politicians, are they? You guys really cruise chicks at Chillers? Cruise chicks! Right. He said cruise. You're never cruise. He said cruise. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey. Okay. <laughs> well, it's great that you two finally got to be on the radio together. Thanks to the K-Rock Lister that suggested it. We You're very right much enjoyed hearing governor and lieutenant governor. What? Oh, that that's right. That's uh-huh. the ticket. 2012 or whatever. Whatever the election yes. is. <laughs> we don't know, but we're that's what red. the ticket would be. Neither we're of red. you knows when the election is? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Yay! We start Sacramento by storm. It's going to be raining brown in California. I do not want to hear that. That sounds horrible. Sounds good to me. Who's going to be at the top of the ticket? Have you guys decided? I think it's going to be Bustamante. I think it's going to be Vera Costa. I said Bustamante. I said Vera Costa. Oh, no. No, guys. Okay, okay. Come on. You want to mess with me, Maricon? All right. Okay. Wow. Was that Ralph and Psycho Mike? Yeah. Or was it just Ralph? Oh, okay, good. No, I'm like, wow, that, I love yeah. that boy. That, that's good I stuff. I love when they do that. I remember that Michael Jackson one really well, though. I waved you mm-hmm. bye-bye-bye. Yeah. And now Bean <laughs> lives in England. Yeah, I, I know. I thought, hey, that's, that sounds like Bean. Oh, the All other right. thing is, listen to the Michael Jackson. Now I want a Mary Poppins remake with Michael Jackson as Bert. Right. Can you imagine? <laughs> awesome. Ralph, do your Michael Jackson voice. Let's redub Mary Poppins with Michael Jackson instead of uh, Dick Van Dyke. All right, let's do the podcast roundup. Nailed it. You get it when you want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. The fuck? I just love the what the fuck at the end. On Kevin and Sluggo, they ask, what's up with Florida? Florida could become the latest state to study magic mushrooms as mental health treatment. Oh, I guess we're moving. This is a big thing. Two proposed companion bills in the Florida legislature would, if passed, allow uh, the Board of Medicine to study MDMA and magic mushrooms and ketamine. And we have Chris Witowski. He's the co-founder of Celera Celera Bioscience. Maybe you want to say it? Chris? Uh, yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> He's been sampling. I'm good, but I could use some mushrooms. <laughs> it, it's Silera Bioscience. That was close. And we are um, we are one of the, the newest startups there in Florida that are trying to use psychedelics for treatment of mental health and addiction and Alzheimer disease, all, all types of neurological dysfunction. Wow. That's fantastic. Well, that sounds really cool. And very, uh, I'm surprised that the government is that you know, they have their eyes that open that they're actually willing to try it. Very true. Surprising. Well, yeah. The research is there. The med, you know, the medical um, science is there to back it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a uh, professor here that works with me. It's a unicorn that lives inside my washing machine. I'm sorry. And what? he tells he the unicorn that lives inside my washing machine mm-hmm. has told me that the, these uh, drugs are uh, perfectly uh, safe and useful in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when he's like in a, what spin cycle does he most come up with? Like his most insightful, helpful. Obviously delicate because you don't want to you don't want to hurt the unicorn. They're very they're very sensitive creatures. And uh, uh, one of the professors here is a fire hydrant that's made out of candy corn. He told me (laughs) that he believes that uh, this is the wave of the future. That we're going to get twenty five million dollars from from an investment company, according to my CFO, which is a a bag of steel cut oats that talks to me every morning. And uh, it's the right thing to do. We're, we're in good shape. We're going to we're going to take this money. We're going to do a, do a lot of research and uh, we're going to turn a lot of people on. It's going to be uh, going to be freaking unbelievable. <laughs> I can't wait for this, man. Well, I mean, I thought you were going to use it on the patients. Yeah, patient. You, you have to be patient. It'll be right there. You have to be patient. You can hurry up and just get it right away. Uh, no need to be patient because we're going to be handing it out like candy. It's going to be nuts. Like Snow Tire tell me he can't wait. He's, he's waiting for it to, to, to jump right in. So uh, we, we got a lot of good stuff going on down here in Florida, man. You should absolutely move. I just love how Ralph comes in and starts off by giving Kevin some shit for not knowing how to say the name. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's great always to hear Ralph on uh, KLOS with Kevin. It reminds me yeah. of the old days. 
I think he shows up about once a week. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it recently, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Ralph, we'll go to the Ralph report. Ralph is looking for a home for a dog named Huey. Speaking of which, yesterday I sent out a little blast from uh, Jeff in Houston, Texas. Yeah. He yeah, was yeah. looking for a home. He's got a little puppy on his hands. Yeah. And he was looking for a home since he can't really uh, take care of it. And I think we got a lead. I think oh, we, we were going to have that's a, awesome. I think uh, the little dog's going to have a new home. Oh, that's great. I put out a picture as well. If you notice when I sent out the Patreon blast, if you got it. It's very cute. It's adorable, yeah. that dog. If he was closer, I would snap him up in a heartbeat. You would? Oh, in a heartbeat. Mm. In a heartbeat. Really? Yes. All right. I could tell by looking into that sweet face that that's a good boy right there. Oh, and Reggie? What, what's with Reggie? He's done? Kick it to He's moms. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie was the one who wanted the dachshund. She can live with the dachshund, and I'll take uh, Yui. I already named him Yui. Yui? Yeah. Why'd Yui. you name him Yui? Short for Houston. Oh, okay. Yui. So I was emailing to all the rescues in that area. I volunteer with the rescue, and I think uh, Bean had said something. Now we're having an epidemic. Uh, shelters are so full. That they we can't take any more cats. We can't take any more dogs. We can, there's not enough people fostering, not enough people adopting. So if you can help in your area, wherever you live, that'd be great. Most of these are all volunteers, right? So they get busy. They get to call people back or whatever. And um, but if you really if you really want a particular animal, I suggest to call them, email them, chat with them on social media, and you're more likely to get that dog or a dog that's similar to it once it becomes available, or cat for that matter. So. All right, next, Ralph talks about the, his ideal funeral. I have this fantasy where if I know I'm going to die, yeah. I make a very somber, sober video to be played at my funeral for my friends and loved ones. Mm -hmm. And I talk about my life and I talk about my experiences. And then the camera pulls back. Yeah. And behind me, there's just a curtain opens and there's just a, a full regiment of backup dancers uh -huh. and i go into a full production of xanadu and you leave them with xanadu i leave with xanadu and then i just i look over my shoulder at the camera and then the like the clouds come in and i'm just and i just lift up into the heavens and that's my exit and that's that's the that's the last image i leave on people's minds is me having performed xanadu in its entirety with a full regiment of backup dancers. You should do this. Right? Why, I don't know why you haven't made the Wouldn't video Wouldn't that yet. be the ultimate sign-off? <laughs> and think of the stunned looks on the faces of the funeral goers when they witnessed that. Like, what is happening right now? Right. I would leave them perplexed, and some of them... Some would enjoy it. Some would be bemused. Yes, others would be like, what is happening? Others would be horrified that I wasn't even taking my own death seriously, <laughs> that I was doing a full production number of Zen. Yeah, that'd be the probably wait, the greatest funeral ever. Wait, is Ralph dead, or did he, was he alive doing the production no, number, and then he alive. danced into heaven? I don't get it. Ralph's still alive. Have they updated the rapture? Is that what's happening now? No. <laughs> the rapture has production numbers? By the way, Xanadu is a trip. You guys should all watch it. And there's a podcast called How Did This Get Made, where they break that movie down. It's a crazy. 80s cocaine movie you gotta watch it well the soundtrack's awesome and um, the movie itself not so much but i'm down to to listen to that podcast if you're high it's a great movie though <laughs> it's one of those that's a category but i love that idea of having a video for your funeral because if you've been to any funerals lately they're really boring <laughs> so i agree with him um because when i had to put together a video for my dad's uh we did a memorial we didn't do a funeral but the whole idea wasn't to have it be so sad and dark it was like he had a great life and look at all these people here that loved him and here's a cool video to watch it was mostly videos put to, or photos put to music um so, the, so i love that idea from Ralph. i think that's cool yeah i just picture him doing the whole grease thing where he puts himself in the car and the car flies away <gasps> yes <laughs> that's good too another great weird 80s movie yeah <laughs> I, I was trying to find xanadu to play a little clip let's see That's a bop. Just watch like the first three minutes 
and you'll know that it's a nuts movie. Just just watch that music video because I was watching. Oh that. yeah, there's like break dancers in it. There's some disco stuff going on. 1930s gangsters. It is a hodgepodge of mod podge of stuff. The other weird thing about that, Gene Kelly is in it. And what was it? This was in the mid 80s, I guess. So he's in his 70s or something. He's still great. And he like rises above this garbage movie. And he only did it because it was close to his house. The studio was close to his house. <laughs> Let's go over to rounding the bases. We have a clip about tea leaves. I mean, if I'm them, I'm just just tank. Yeah, just saying. I mean, he's going to want out anyway. He's going to demand a trade. He's already kind of like planted. What, you plant the tea leaves? Is that the thing? Is that a the thing? The tea leaves? Isn't that I, thing? I know. Oh, it's like, like written plant on the, the seeds. Or... Plant the seeds for tea leaves for it to be written on. I believe that's how the saying goes. What? Isn't there something about tea leaves? Are you like a big fan of tea or something? And you just wanted to throw that in? I've never heard anything about tea. I'm pretty sure what the hell is going on in this place. <laughs> I just don't get it. It's tea leaves. Don't get it's writing on tea the leaves. tea leaves. Yeah. No one says tea leaves. There's, that's Nobody. never been a thing, I think. So did they have their drinking show too, or what, what happened? The reason that cracked me up so much, it's like it's part Kevin and part Bean. It's like when Bean tries to find the saying and he's he's just rounding around, you know, circling around it. And when Kevin's confused, so all right. Janky Town episode 61 was titled Kissing Cousins. Uh, Beer Mug grew an amazing mustache in about three days. But uh, Omar brought up how Muggs is basically a bizarro version of Omar. I really do think, Dave, that Muggos is my bizarro person. You know how they say there's somebody who is almost the exact opposite of you? And I think I'm lucky enough to actually run into him in my life. But but, but let me me tell you why I came to this conclusion is because uh, we did this wedding together. Uh, Thanks. Shout out to Chelsea and Dylan who had us out. It was uh, Chelsea and Dylan Wood. Yeah, the wedding really brought out the differences in both of them. Uh, Omar was there early and prepared with all the schedules. And Beer Mug needed to be told to be there an hour earlier than he should be, which I think is the biggest sign. That they have no faith that you'll be there. Uh, on the mustache thing, is that another uh, beer mug thing where he's like, I'm going to set the world's record, you know, of eating donuts and then he eats one and a half? So is it like, I can grow a mustache in three days and, you know, he really didn't? I don't, I don't know, but it, he, <laughs> get the video version, watch it on YouTube because that's, that's necessary. Uh, mug says that he needs the pressure of not being prepared. Otherwise, he gets too stressed and apathetic. And uh, Dave had this suggestion for both of them. Uh, I, I, can I, can I suggest something for the next one? Sure. For both of you guys? Sure. Yes. Um, I think you guys should each take an Adderall and see what happens. And then you could really be opposites. Like, because uh, uh, the Adderall will, will, will calm mugs down and keep them focused. And for Omar, it will, uh, woo! No, yeah. no, no, but that's yeah. not. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to be, no, no, it will. Uh, Dave's absolutely right. Dave's absolutely yeah. right. I'll be like. Okay, everybody, uh, <laughs> welcome out to the wedding. Uh, but then, but then I, I would be all coked out, though. You know, I would be in all the dance music, yeah. you know? So Muggs would be doing that, and Omar would be like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's like, and it's like the first <laughs> dance, you know? Yeah. Omar, yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to introduce the bridal party, then we're going to cut the cake, then we're going to get the dinner, and then we're going to play some games, we're going to do the slow dance, then we're going to do the fast dance, then we're going to do the slow dance, and then we're going to have dessert. Right? That, doesn't, night, that doesn't sound that <laughs> like, bad. Good night. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound fun. Uh, Dave brought in another clip. So he's grilling this Facebook executive, Antigon Davis. What the fuck kind of name is Antigon Davis, anyways? About <laughs> Finstas, right? You guys know what a Finsta is, right? All right. So you know what time it is. We got to play Does Edwin Know. Edwin knows a lot as you can see. We'll tell you all about some history. Lots of things that happened in 83. But is this fact of history? We want to know. We want to know. Does Edwin Know. We want to know. We want to know. Does Edwin Know. All right, Lindsay. Does Edwin know what a Finsta is? Yeah. Yeah? Jen? I'll say no. I'm going to lean to no. Edwin, what's a Finsta? I'm going to say no, too. Uh, Finsta, <laughs> a Finsta. Now, it sounds, it was on Jakey Town, so it's either got something to do with poop or pee, right? Tapping out. No, I don't okay. know. Well, Mugs, for, for you and fucking dickhead uh, Blumenthal, it is about <laughs> a fake Instagram account. 
Yes, it's a fake Instagram account that people will use to be a little bit more private, have a little bit smaller circle of people that they, they want to reach out to. Oh, is it for like hooking up or something? That's not really the, the, the overall point of a Finsta, but I'm going to let you finish. Let's just listen to the trial. Will you commit to ending Finsta? Senator, uh, again, let me explain. We don't actually, we don't actually do do Finsta. What Finsta refers to is young people setting up uh, accounts where they want may want to have uh, more privacy. You refer to it as privacy from their parents. What, what in my interaction with teens, what I found is that they sometimes like to have a an account where they can interact just with their with a smaller group of of friends. Well, Finsta that, is that one said, of your actually. Finsta is one of your products or services. We're not talking here about Google or Apple. It's Facebook, nope. correct? Finsta is slang for, for a type of account. Okay, it's well, not, you end it's not that type of account. We, I, I'm not sure I under, understand exactly what you're asking. What I can say is that based on what we've seen in terms of, of teens using those kinds of accounts, we've actually given them additional privacy options to, to, address, to address those kinds of issues where they want more privacy so that they can have more privacy. Well, I don't think that's an answer to my question. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you're, you're thinking of the more like nefarious reason for a Finsta, like to stalk people or to... There are multiple ways of categorizing Finstas. Some of them are a little bit more toxic than others. And I mean, some people create Finstas to attack and bully a bunch of different people. <laughs> Even in the congressional hearing context, like they're oversimplifying it by quite a bit. So yeah. it's kind of like a pseudonym, like a fake identity? Um, It's just a fake account that you could use in good ways or nefarious ways or I don't know. <laughs> Well, if you really want to get existential about it, like, aren't all Instagrams fake representations of people's lives? Lindsay, boom, dropping the knowledge, getting oh boomed. <laughs> We're getting philosophical on this podcast. Here we go again. We are. On the cup of tea in the chat, it was this week was their podiversary. One year's been broadcasting podcasts. And of course, Bean said he was going to end the show. Now we got, got a, me to think it. Who's had more final shows? A uh, cup of tea in the chat or Kiss? <laughs> Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. This is it. This is it. This is it. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a podcast inception here. We're going to have Ali and Bean played a clip of Robbie on Quitters Never Give Up. So I'm going to play that <laughs> clip of them playing that clip and talking about that clip on this podcast roundup right now. Lately, especially lately, like I've like I'm almost like two weeks behind on a, a cup of tea and a chat just because I've been uh. so busy. So because uh, I've been MIA really for the last two weeks. So you're behind on the show you're on. Come on. <laughs> well, I've barely been on it. <laughs> listen, <laughs> but, well, That's why Bean's like, listen or you're out. <laughs> I know. I, and I feel bad, too, because I like guest hosted and then I immediately went MIA. And that wasn't well, my intent right. <laughs> at all. I wasn't to be like, all right, I got what I needed out of this. <laughs> So that's what announcer Robbie from Portland, Oregon sounds like on a podcast, huh? Wow. So he is available to be on a show. In that case, Quitters Never Give Up for an interview, but not ours. Even Edwin saw through that shiz. Edwin was like, "Mm mm-mm, this isn't happening. (laughs) I mean, it's hurtful. I'm not going to let that bring down the whole show, but it definitely, it does hurt. I mean, it's like we had a date and he called and said he couldn't do it, he was busy, and then you went out and you saw him with another girl is what it feels like to me. Oh my gosh. I know. And Edwin is that girl. Uh, Well, uh, now I've lost the thread of that whole analogy. Yes, Edwin is that girl. (laughs) I'll take it. And Edwin is that girl. You guys know I listen to the podcast first thing in the morning. So I got in my truck. I always hook the podcast up to my Bluetooth. And suddenly I'm hearing Robbie in my voice. I'm like, am I dreaming? Did I wake up? What the hell is going on? So that was pretty funny. You're right. That's an inception moment. Yeah, that that was right at the top. So there was no introduction, no no lead into it. That was pretty cool, though. Yeah. Why, why did you send me this clip? I'm it sounds so to mad me... at, at Lindsay. So that, more so now I than know. ever. <laughs> it just needs to be a drop on our show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so to mad me... at, at Lindsay. So that, more so now than ever. I was trying to figure out where that clip came from. Who was that about? Yeah. They were talking about Fleetwood Mac. 
Oh, uh, they did Lindsay a whole riff. Buckingham. Is a band really a band if there's like one guy left in it? Right. Yes. So Lindsay Buckingham doesn't tour with Fleetwood Mac anymore. She's so yeah. mad at that, Lindsay. Oh my they, God. They had a philosophical ship of Theseus discussion because of Smash Mouth and their singer leaving. Is that band still that band if there's only one original member in it? I, I think know. it depends on how it transitions. So, you know, let's just say Dave Matthews band, right? So Boyd and Leroy are no longer, well, Leroy passed away and Boyd's no longer with the band. But they've been playing with uh, Tim Reynolds for so long. And then they brought in Rashawn and all these other Buddy Strongs and all these other people many years ago. So they kind of become part of it. It's just not the original five, but it's still Dave Carter and Stefan. Yeah, I guess with Dave Matthews, as long as Dave Matthews is there, it's Dave Matthews man. <laughs> right. All right. Allie was on Allison Rosen's podcast, and Allison Rosen brought up Jensen. And so they started talking about Jensen on the Capitana Chat podcast. This is a little long, so if you guys want me to stop it halfway, just let me know. But it's a really interesting segment. She asked if I had talked to Jensen, and the truth is no. I haven't talked to him since he was on our show last. And then the shit hit the fan with Shrimpgate, and I haven't talked to him. And the whole point that I made on Allison Rosen was it bummed me out. It totally bummed me out because I felt he should have done things differently. And when he didn't, it made me question if I ever really knew Jensen because I really like Jensen. And for him to just be somewhat up and removed from my life, just out of nowhere, because to me, I felt like he was hiding from something that he should have addressed head on. Mm -hmm. It really bothered me. I think that's fair, especially since this is somebody you spent every day with for a couple yeah. of years and had yeah. a friendship off air. And then all of a sudden to have him drop out of sight. Yeah, that I, yeah. I, I totally I totally get that. What did you think that that was just that you were just never going to talk to him again? Like, I guess so. I guess I never really gave it much thought. My whole and it's a horrible coping mechanism, but my whole coping mechanism is to be bummed about something and then Wall goes up. I'm done thinking about it. So once your episode came out with Allison, then what happened? Well, there's some narc named Zach, <laughs> some friend of Jensen's named Zach. He texted Jensen, I guess, and said, hey, have you talked to Allie McKay? She was on Allison Rosen and she asked about her and she seems really kind of bummed about your relationship and what happened. So I get a text from a number I didn't recognize. And he said, hi, it's Jensen. And he kind of launched into, and I'll tell you this, he launched into a paragraph text, which is so not Jensen. He's the one that does those raindrop texts, yeah. those like two words. And then, the, and I was like, oh, this seems like a whole different Jensen. I'm already into it. I like this. He's a goddamn grown-up when he's texting. Well, there's me and Allie, and now apparently there's post-shrimp Jensen. You guys are both different people. I mean, people. I mean. So we texted back and forth, and then he said, can I call you? And I said, sure. We had a good, probably 45-minute long conversation, which wow. isn't isn't here nor there for me to speak about his rationale about not coming out and saying stuff does it still and i said to him it still bothers me that he didn't absolutely it really bothers me that he didn't meet it head on or at the very least come out and say listen i got some thinking to do i've got this blah 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 and when he told me his rationalization of not coming out and meeting it head on those things also made sense to me and i took a little bit of um stock after we hung up and I thought to myself is the reason that you were also so mad was a purely selfish reason was it because I am asked a lot about it and I'm sick of being asked about it is it pure selfishness that I want to be able to say hey he said this go listen to this or he wrote this blog post go do this so I can take myself out of the equation yeah, I think some of it was I wanted a little bit of the heat off of me because I was so mad that people were telling me I needed to speak on it. And I was like, how dare you people tell me I need to speak on someone else's actions just because I knew the person. Mm -hmm. And because so, you were a woman uh, and they thought. Mostly right. because I was a woman. Yeah. yeah. But I think I think we left the conversation 
I felt a lot better about us not speaking for so long. I still have a lot of questions about the shrimp. Yeah, so it's a very long conversation. I edited that down quite a bit. I'm glad they talked. I mean, I couldn't be more old school Kevin and Bean, but I'd like Jensen on the show. So I'm glad that they talked. It's, it, I think it's good. Quit, quit, quit asking her to talk on it. She's right? not the person. She didn't put shrimp just... in the cereal. Right. Not my monkeys, not my circus. And lastly, they rounded up Ted Lasso and they brought up toxic positivity. But there is also a thing called toxic positivity. It's real. What, what is that? That's just an unrealistic way to frame a conversation is to be too positive, to not be realistic enough to make it helpful for everybody, you mean? We got two realistics out of that, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. But it's it's kind of this damning way of going out of, of going with your life that's only hurting you in the long run because you're suppressing everything. You're just making everything that you should be dealing with. Oh, hey, shocks, guy. And at some point, it's all going to boil over. Oh, yes, toxic positivity. Where? Have I heard that from before? Come on, Flanders. It's got to be something you hate. What about mosquito bites? Mm -mm, sure are fun to scratch. Mm, satisfying. What about uh, fluorescent lights? Oh, they hum like angels. You're never lonely if you got a fluorescent light. See, you like everything. No, that's not true. I, 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 I don't like the service at the post office. You know, it's all rush, rush, get you in, get you out. Uh, then they've got those machines in the lobby. They're even faster. No help there. You might even say, I hate the post office. That and my parents. I see beatniks. Hey, that felt good. He just said he hates his parents. Do you know what that means? Um, what is it? It means he's cured. That's what he said. So, yes, this goes along with my theory. Ted Lasso was Ned Flanders without the religion. When you said that, I thought of Ned Flanders immediately. That exact episode. Good pull. Help <laughs> <laughs> is like these old people. But yes, toxic positivity as featured in The Simpsons in, what, 96? Isn't there a thing? The Simpsons did it first. So there's another example. All right, shall we go to the week that was? Yes. Let's try. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. <laughs> One, two, three. It's a new day. Okay, we're doing the week that was October 11 to 15, 2010. Uh, October? Let's just start with... What month was it? <laughs> Sorry, we're October. Uh, they started off, this was a clip they used for years. It's just kind of funny to come across them organically. Can I say a-hole? Yeah. yeah. Asshole. <laughs> so that was just on the opening on Monday. And you remember they cut out the second part and used that for years. It is funny how she goes, can I say a-hole? And then she says asshole. Yeah. Jackass 3D came out that week. So they had a lot of Jackass stuff going on. Uh, they had a great Omar theme song for Famous Asses. It's time, time for So Omar at the top of his game again. Uh, I pulled a clip. One of the contestants was pretty funny. Uh, basically, the game was name the famous ass. So they name a terrible person. And then you, all you had to do is name them. And this was the time when Mel Gibson was in the news for yelling at his baby mama. All right, Heath, listen up. This ass really hates the Jews, and he really needs his Russian baby mama to pleasure him. If she doesn't, he'll just yell and breathe heavy into the phone all day. Name that ass. Uh, Harvey Keitel. <laughs> Thanks for naming that ass. Yeah. We give it to him. He's famous for all those tapes that came out of him screaming at his baby mama. No, Mel Gibson is who we were looking for. Here's what's funny. Here's what I love. We actually had an off-air conversation about this game's way too easy. Right. So should we, you know, make it a little harder? And then we were like, no, because everybody can win that way. Right. We Wrong. wanted to give away a bunch of tickets, but not, not with this crowd. Harvey Keitel is a good guess. Where did that come from? <laughs> How random! 
awesome was that? Oh, I think he deserves tickets too. Yeah, I think they should give tickets to people that come out with a non sequitur like that. It's just hilarious. I don't know what Harvey Cantel has to do with anything. Esquire magazine did a list hottest women of the year, and they named Minka Kelly. From this clip, it seems like Bean was planning to move to England all along. Just listen to his nomenclature, as they say. And I don't recall her ever doing the laddie mags before. No. Uh, has she, Ralph? Is this the first whoa, time you've seen photos whoa, like this? Wait just out, a minute. Time, time out. What? Laddie mags? We're going to make some room for laddie mags. <laughs> what does that mean? What's that expression? Of the, I think it's a British expression of these guys like the Maxim type magazines. They're called laddie mags. Say people call it magazines? Look at her, what though. What the hell? Look at her. We're trying to, but you're distracting us from laddie. She's running away from laddie mags. <laughs> and by the way, I'm, I'm glad she's on Parenthood. It's a good show, but she's so dour on that show. They do not accentuate the positives with Esquire the way they dress does. her on that program. Ralph yeah, is showing Esquire me the photo. Like Esquire that. seems to be um, accentuating the positives. Derek Heater is win. He is a big yeah. basket of win. <sighs> Dating somebody that's in a laddie mag. He's real. You, know? <laughs> you get a girl from a laddie mag, you know you really made it in the business. <laughs> sure. I didn't make it up. Once right, right but you, you said it. No one here says that. Don't put a gun to your head and say, oh, use this horrible phrase. It's it's a you a made up that choice. Where? I think it's mostly Britain. Well, then don't say it here. But it's appropriate for the type of magazine that we're discussing. The Maxim type magazine. Those are laddie mags. They're mags for lads. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> you're making it worse. <laughs> How do you make it worse? <laughs> I think he can't. Welcome, I enjoy a good magazine. Back, uh, Welcome back, laddie mags. Laddie. We're all our British affiliates. <laughs> we feel like we're, we're in the know over there in the UK. No, we're not in the know anymore. That happened while you were gone. They don't put people with flaws in the laddie mags. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, Minka Kelly. Well-deserved honor as a sexiest woman alive, according to Esquire magazine. They do good work over there at that Esquire magazine. They do. Of all the laddie mags, I think that's my favorite. <laughs> Unfreaking believable. Hey, you missed me, right, Ralph? Maybe Smith can write me some more scenes. Oh, my God. Back, get back on the set. Can he write me just out? I'll be a stand-in for you. We got room for you. Sure, yeah. come on. I don't know. I kind of like that laddie mag. It sounds so innocent. <laughs> That's funny. Remember magazines? Oh, those were the days. Not the only fun. magazine I miss is Mad Magazine. Oh, that one was good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Caesar Milan. The Dog Whisperer was on that week. Now, this is a funny thing. This came up before Caesar Milan. They asked him, I think someone was trying to punk me, and they told him a way to stop his dogs from fighting. Tell <laughs> Caesar what advice you got about breaking up the, the dog fight. Well, when I had a couple of puppies that were growing up, they started fighting with each other and they were getting hurt. So we talked about this on the air, Caesar, and somebody called up who I think said was a dog trainer and said that you should stick your finger in the dog's butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've heard that before. To get it to let go and run away. Have you ever heard? I mean, does that make any sense to you at all, or is that bad advice? <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> I tried to get Bean to do it so much. I was like, please tell me your dog's fought yesterday, and you tried that. Uh, what do you think about that as an idea, Caesar? I think somebody's going to lose his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I think someone was trying to punk Bean with that idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And because... Caesar Milan was not down with it. Uh, let me see. Oh, this was a great thing. Just out of nowhere, we found another classic bit. So you want to see Jackass? Then answer Jack for Movie Pass. If you don't get Jack, you're a fool. But if you answer Jack, then you'll be cool. Jackity Jack. The answer is Jack. There you go. Jack Nicholson, welcome. I don't think he even accidentally hit the right note. <laughs> no, I don't think so. During now, that whole I, entire song. We don't look for him hitting right notes anymore, Jack. That's well, cool. then you'll never be disappointed. <laughs> okay, my bad. I got the order wrong there. Uh, the classic bit will come up next, but that was another great Omar song, and I love uh, Ralph's Jack Nicholson impression at the end. Okay, this next one coming up, classic <laughs> bit. <laughs> Moment with that one here. Can we screw this intro up anymore? Next up was a classic bit that played for years. Here's a hook from that song. It's a shame because I like their music, but what a-holes, right? Yeah. Of course, you guys know what that is, right? Shakarun, shakarun. Right. Shakarun, shakarun. 
So yeah, I, this was like the last time they played it that week. They discovered it, and of course they played it into the ground, which makes it only funnier to me. I think that was the last time. I tried to keep track of how many times they did that joke. I think they did it six times that week. Anyway, I'll play the next clip. That's where they found out about Shekadol. Do you like my... This my is hard to explain. This is you a, just have to see it. This is a dude who did a song, and most of it is gibberish. And according to the King of Mexico, he did some research. Apparently, they were just filling with blah, blah, blahs until they actually came up with lyrics. Mm -hmm. But then uh, just realized that it sounded funny, so they just put it out. And uh, it's nonsense. The whole thing is nonsense. And there are a bunch of parodies after it. There's Batman doing it, a bunch of different parodies. Oh, that's funny. Where they edited other video into this guy's nonsensical song. Chagarun, 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 chagarun. I mean, that's the first. Whole, he does that ten it's a times. Long song. Yes, <laughs> it's a bop. Yeah, it, it is. is a bop. I was just thinking that. You don't need lyrics to have a good song. Moving on, as they say. Thank you, shot. Uh, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs was on the show. I and I kind of like this. He must be a Kevin and Bean fan because he was kind of into a certain thing that we like. Yeah. Dirty Jobs is coming back for an all-new season of the Discovery Channel this Tuesday night at nine. Mike Rowe, you know you're welcome anytime you're in town, man. It's always great to catch up with hey, you. Hey, man, can I say Rocktober before I go? Please. Sure, please, we'd love it. Rocktober. There you go. Yeah. Right. That's how it should be done. That's beautiful. Yeah. You sound like school children. How have we not clipped that? Yeah. We did clip that. Hit it, Steve. Rocktober. Nice. We got to send that one to Bean. Or Kevin, who does Rocktober now? I forget. I think we're the only ones keeping Rocktober alive and Rocktober. <laughs> oh, no! no! I'm sorry, that cracked me up. And the funny thing was, Bean was the guy that played that over and over back in the day. Mr. Animal mm -hmm. Buffer. Okay, last clip. They were doing, I think they released the DVD. It was maybe the 35th anniversary of Back to the Future. Ralph doesn't get a lot of call to break out his Doc Brown impression, but he did at this moment. Including really a not. screening at the Puente Hills Mall. Nice. Is that where it happened? That's where they shot the original. Remember the scene where the, the terrorists show up and Doc Brown yes. and they get in the uh, DeLorean and it's the first time they take off? Yeah. It was actually shot in the parking lot of the Puente Hills Mall, which stood in for the uh, Two Pines Mall in the original film. So you can see the movie where they filmed it. That is more Back to the Future information than anyone has ever had on the air at one time. We don't care. Dude, we don't care. You're right. Pete. We don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Oh, God. Don't care. Don't care. Right, Bean, every 25 years, I do a big chunk on Back to the Future. You're right. My bad. I'm, I'm sorry. complimenting you on your thoroughness. I'm sorry. I feel like it has now been covered 2035, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to sit through that again. You're right, Bean. I wish it was about funny hats. Then, then, then you would have enjoyed it more. F is you. There, is there anything else about Back to the does Future Doc that you have, have it covered? Marty, we have to go back in time and stop Bean from being such a douchebag. <laughs> Gosh, Doc, I don't think we can. <laughs> and little known fact, you know who was listening to Kevin and Bean that day? Dan Harmon, creator of Rick and Morty. That was Rick and Morty right there. I'm lying. It's a good story, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, Rick and Morty did start off as Doc and Morty, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And that's the week that was October 11 to 15, 2010. Back to you, Steve. This is Quitters Never Give Up. We are one-stop shop for everything Kevin and Bean in the Kevin and Bean creative universe. Uh, we're saying goodbye. I'm from California Extreme playing video games this week. Goodbye for now. <laughs> <laughs>